is Tansley Stearns. Tansley Stearns is your greatest challenger and biggest cheerleader. Inspirational human being who loves people. Future forward leadership. Tansley Stearns is a badass. Tansley Stearns is my mom, my hero, and I love her very much. I am Tansley Stearns, and this is Despite Impossible. I am a longtime credit union executive leading Community Financial as president and CEO. I have always admired and been inspired by people whose passion is boundless and who don't comprehend the word impossible. This show focuses on their stories. Today's guest is Linda Bodie, an analytical dreamer, innovator, and passionate advocate for all those who don't fit the mold. She's a CEO and innovator at Element Federal Credit Union in West Virginia. And during the 2023 Credit Union National Association Governmental Affairs Conference, Linda is receiving the Outstanding Individual Achievement Accolade at the illustrious Herb Wegner Memorial Awards. This is her story. Who is Linda Bodie? Who is Linda Bodie? That is a fun question, isn't it? Um, (laughs) I'm a wife, a mother. I'm an analytical dreamer an innovator. I am a lifelong West Virginian. I love the outdoors, everything outdoors. I'm an activist and I'm a passionate advocate for those who are outside the mainstream or excluded because they don't fit a certain mold. Finish this sentence for me. The world will be a better place when? When everyone is included and belongs, no matter what they look like, who they love, or where they're from. When you're at your happiest, most joyful times you're listening to? See, music is like one of my favorite things ever. So um, my favorite music when I'm happiest is a strange answer, but it's disco. Because I'm a child of the 70s and 80s. And that's just the happiest music that there ever was for me. Love that. What's an album that you'll listen to from first song to last? Do soundtracks count? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is great. Um, So during the pandemic, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Wearing the mask, walking around, going to the grocery store. Um, I just had this vision in my head that I'm Peter Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm going out into the the wild COVID times and trying to not get sick and navigate a grocery during the pandemic. So Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is what I listened to for like two years. <laughs> Um, while grocery shopping. So it's one of my, it's one of my favorite movies. And uh, the the soundtrack just, you know, I'm just envisioning as I'm walking through the grocery that I'm navigating planets and aliens and all that good stuff, which, you know, happened to be COVID at the time. But yes, uh, yeah, so now you know my weird inner brain working. <laughs> Tell me about a time you left out loud recently. Oh, you know, I have three dogs, so almost all the time I'm laughing out loud at them um, from being scared of, we have a little robot vacuum um, being, (laughs) her name is Rosie, by the way. Um, 
from the Jetsons. I know, original, right? So the dog is scared of the robot vacuum. Um, sometimes we find the dog stuck in a bag. They put their nose in a bag and they can't quite figure out how to get out of it. But you, you have to snap a photo first before you rescue them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes the dog is on the table and you have to rescue the dog from being on top of the table. Um, so many dog stories, they, they make me laugh constantly. Tell me about the last time you danced so hard that your feet were sore. Well, this has to go back several years because I don't really get out much anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and definitely haven't been out during the pandemic. But um, my annual night out is the weekend of Halloween. We have a big um, community festival in town that runs from Thursday through Saturday. Um, and it's called Halloween. So Saturday night would be my night out, which would, uh, that one night a year that I'll be out dancing and, and doing things I don't normally do the other 364 days of the year. <laughs> when you feel down, you heal by? Uh, definitely music um, and physical activity, being outside, taking walks. Um, doing anything else that just gets my body and mind um, back to where it needs to be centered, happy. Um, But uh, I guess just physical exertion coupled with that music just is, is the magic for me. Who's someone you look up to? I look up to a lot of people. Um, kind of like everyone I meet because everyone's so unique and special and has uh, these great attributes. Um, But if I had to pick one person, I would pick my wife. Um, We took an IQ test one time and she beat me by two points. So I definitely have to look up to her. (laughs) So um, she inspires me with her kindness um, and her essential oils. Uh, She has helped me to be um, more in tune with taking care of myself instead of running myself ragged um, and not listening and not taking that time out to have my own physical wellness and to do the things that I should do. So I I think that she has uh, made me a better person uh, by helping me to see that I need to take care of me first. And she, she helps me do that. Taking care of ourselves, easier said than done, right? People who dream and execute impossibilities possess an innate ability to keep that Kindle burning. This relentless pursuit can be exhausting. Investing in our relationships, physical activity, free time, the arts and hobbies can boost our mental health and allow us to chase such impossibilities. Perhaps it's time for me to book my next Dave Matthews Band concert. What's a mantra you live by? I actually have two. Um, Love what you do, do what you love. And do what sets your soul on fire. Uh, The second one was something I only recently discovered. And I'm like, well, that's exactly it. If you're going to do something, do something with passion that you're excited about, that motivates you and and brings you joy. Tell us about your impossible. 
Wow. <laughs> so many impossibles. Um, and I, I guess this impossible has been a, a lifelong journey for me. And that is um, being accepted and included and belonging um, in every part of society because I'm a lesbian and being part of the um, LGBTQ movement over time. Um, I guess the end impossible was the formation of CU Pride, um, which is a credit union professional organization for the LGBTQ community. Um, so that was an, it's kind of an evolution, but um, the formation of CU Pride is kind of that impossible uh, stop for me. Um, so it was, uh, I don't know, multiple years journey to, to get to that point. What were some of the challenges along the way that felt insurmountable? Uh, getting people to listen, to notice, um, to understand the importance of why we needed to be included, why we needed to be visible, um, and, and pointing out the inequities that they just never noticed. They, it's not ever been on anyone's radar. Um, so just getting people to see from your perspective, um, was, I probably the biggest challenge and you know all other challenges um with people's beliefs right or wrong um about not being straight was there a point during your journey that you felt like giving up oh all the time that's uh, that was a given <laughs> it's a pattern you make you go a step forward it feels good and something happens to knock you back and then you start all over again and you do the same thing and it, it, it's, it's a cycle. Um, so recognizing that pattern is the key to keep moving forward because you know, all right, I've been here, I've done this, this is how it works. Do a few steps forward, get knocked back, regroup and, and keep repeating that. So as long as you can um, recognize that and understand um, that's, that's great because then you can definitely keep moving forward. Could you share a story about a time where things went bananas that you can look back today and laugh about? Uh, this is a really hard one because <laughs> during a journey like this, um, there's not much fun about it. Mm. Um, but back, I'll, I'll, I'll share my wedding story. Uh, that. Oh in progressing through this whole journey, um, my wife and I had, before we were married, um, we've been together a long time. Don't ask me how many years, cause I just can't remember, but, um, marriage wasn't legal and we were right in between it being legal and not being legal. It was, it was legal in certain States. Um, so we wanted to, to get married, to get the legal protections because we have a daughter and uh, we just wanted the protections that come with marriage. So we had to go out of state to get married. So we went to Maryland and, you know, found a stranger. Uh, we wanted to get married in a church. So we've, <laughs> you know, we're finding all these strangers to help us, which is, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's like, why couldn't we just get married at home? No, we have to go over here. We have to find new people. 
Um, so it, it was crazy because we had to go through all this when really we should have just been able to, to get married at home around our family and friends and not make it such a production. But yeah, we can laugh about it now, but yeah, it's one of the things that you jump through when, when you don't fit the normal mold. Some impossibilities require ingenuity and grit. Some require systemic change and societal movement. Linda reminds us about the hard truth that justice requires determination, partnerships, and allies. When we feel down, we look up, concentrate on the next steps ahead of us, and seek those willing to walk with us on our journey. This is the power of human connection, capable of making the insurmountable tolerable. Achieving the impossible is one thing, but there aren't any fairy tale happy endings. We reach milestones, we keep going. What challenges is your impossible still facing? Uh, well, I think we're we're going in a backward movement in some regards. Um, I don't think that our rights are ever totally one hundred percent certain. Those rights can be taken away um, legislatively, um, community wise, with people rejecting you. Um, so it's, it's constant education. It's, it's constant visibility and that constant, um, surrounding yourself with your allies because allies are huge in, um, helping us, our community be accepted and, and belonging. So, um, there, it's never ending. You just have to keep doing, doing what we've been doing for many, many years. What's your advice for folks to face their fear of inaction and use that fire in their bellies to bring their impossible dreams to life? Um, Take one step at a time. Do one small thing. Accomplish that. Then take one more step and do another thing. Uh, Don't give up because you're looking at the whole big picture and thinking it's insurmountable. Just do one thing. Um, Find your allies and bring those people along with you because they're going to, they're going to support you and, and help you move forward. Um, also bring your, your authentic self, uh, to the table. Um, always do that. Always be you. And that's your secret sauce. What's your next impossible, my friend? (laughs) Uh, I really don't know, but I know it's going to be something crazy (laughs) and exciting. And people are going to say, what in the world are you doing now? Because that's just been my life. But I'm, I'm sure it'll be something fantastic or, you know, mundane, one or the other. (laughs) This concludes today's episode. For exclusive content, visit us at despiteimpossible.com and subscribe to this podcast.